Welcome to Women Unfiltered, a podcast empowering women to step into their authentic selves every damn day. I'm Lynn Calloway, an entrepreneur, wife, mother, and a woman in tech. And I'm Brie Griebel, a rescue mom, health and wellness enthusiast, musician, and also a woman in tech. Join us on this journey as we navigate our friendship, identity, and differences and challenge you to do the same. Welcome back to another episode of Women Unfiltered. Welcome, welcome. We're back and at it again. How are you, Brie? Doing, doing well. Knocking out some episodes for the podcast. So I'm excited yeah, to just keep recording. And we, we yeah. always love to to chat it up. And Brie yeah. and I can talk for days. Like this for is, days. Yeah, this I'm sure our husbands. <laughs> I'm sure our husbands are like, finally, there's someone else they can talk to. <laughs> exactly. During the pandemic. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's so funny because Brie, Brie always comes to my house to get eggs from our chickens. <laughs> I don't know if I ever told the audience about my chickens, but I have three chickens. I Their names are Bella, Beta, and Bunny. And they, it's so funny because they all have like their own personalities, but Bella mm-hmm. is definitely that bitch. Like she, <laughs> like she is nothing to play with. Like she rules. That's going to be the- our, one of our t-shirts. Bella <laughs> is that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Brie comes to get eggs. And, and last week Brie came and got some eggs and some soap, actually some, some Alienado soap. And uh, I know you were like, okay, I'm ready to go. Why are we still talking? But it was so refreshing. You're like a human? A human is here to exactly. talk? No, I was good. I was just hungry and cold, you know. It's, it's fine. It's I would have actually stayed longer, but I, was I realized my hunger was too strong. Exactly. I was like, I was thinking internally, please don't go, please. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen a human in like, God knows how long because we've, so we've kind of taken this quarantine thing really seriously. So yeah. like, I mean, we go out for groceries and stuff, but even when we go grocery shopping, we do the pickup thing. For oh. Whole, yeah. yeah, for Whole Foods, you can just place your pickup order. Target, they're really good about wow. it. So, yeah, it was it was really good to see you, though. But uh, today, we have some really, really interesting topics to talk about. We're going to be talking about ending relationships that no longer serve you. Yes. Whether that be friendships, your partners, family, whatever it is, we're going to talk about it. So yeah, just want to open the floor to Brie. Let's let's kick this off. Have you ever had like any toxic relationships, whether that be friends or family? Obviously, you know, if you don't yeah. feel comfortable naming names, please Oh yeah, don't, I won't but... name, name, well, I mean, yeah, I won't name names. It, it's definitely happened. I feel like and we try to be respectful of you know, oh, people's privacy, but absolutely. Also, we, you know, we if we're teaching our audience to be our authentic selves, we want to be able to tell our stories, right? Obviously, be truthful, but yeah. being able to position ourselves where we're we're, we're speaking our truth. So speak yeah. your truth. Speak your truth. Yeah, and hopefully, it can help others. And and I'm a very open minded and forgiving person. I guess to just put that out there. And I have in the past let people walk all over me because of that, because I am just supportive of, of others. And, and I really want to see the best in everyone. And so I definitely have have had friends take advantage of that family take advantage of that. And, and it's just something you have to kind of build like, 
a little bit thicker skin to understand how and when to say no when something isn't serving you. And it's not in a selfish way. It's in more of a coming from a mental health aspect. And and just so you're not giving all of yourself to just one person in a really unhealthy relationship. It's just you you absolutely have to set set those boundaries. So I mean, one of my main, I would say relationships that I had to at least put on pause was with my mom. Um, And that was in, gosh, 2017 when I really last talked to her and it was getting to an extremely, extremely toxic place. And uh, she struggles with mental health um, and addiction and has in the past. And I'm not sure where she's at now because I have not talked to her, but I hope, I absolutely hope she is doing well, but you know, if you guys go back and listen to some of our earlier episodes and just our histories and and whatnot, you guys can kind of dive into some of the more details around that relationship. Yeah, for sure. I want nothing but amazing things for my mom, but it just was something that got to a point where I was getting calls at one a.m., three a.m., five. I mean, random times throughout the night, and I was getting a lot of anxiety. And I was like, "Who is the parent in this relationship?" And and I was extremely concerned around the clock for what was happening, and I had to block her number from being able to call me and. I would eventually get calls from other numbers and whatnot. And I still, to this day, get occasional emails. And I do want to hopefully someday rekindle that relationship, but in a healthy way moving forward. And I'm not sure how to do that just yet. And it's something that I should probably and do want to eventually talk to someone about, like maybe a therapist, some something um, or someone in just how to maybe approach that. But at the end of the day, I think all I've really wanted from my mom was her to just apologize for things in the past. And that has never happened. And I feel like it's kind of one of those things where in order to move forward, that is something where I would be like, well, acknowledge that. Yeah, shit happened. <laughs> she made her her bed. Uh, she made her choices uh, while I was growing up, and she missed out on a lot of like major events in my life, and it has absolutely affected me. And I would, I want nothing but <laughs> to have a relationship with her, but it's just I don't know how to do that while looking out for myself still and setting some clear boundaries. And so it's something I'm still a work in progress on understanding how to do and and hopefully at some point, we'll be able to do before it is too late. That's always a fear of mine is. And so I I had to cut it, I had to cut her off. (laughs) Because it was really, really affecting me. And, and I was able to focus more on myself and my bettering myself just in terms of what that meant for giving in my relationship, like with <laughs> my husband and, and, and being like focusing on that and focusing on my job and, and my mom just needed to focus on herself. And I feel like I was kind of in some aspect enabling her by just being a crutch for her and someone that she could manipulate in, in different ways and take advantage of. In terms of friends, I've absolutely had some people that I, you know, thought I was very close with and I was, but I think at certain points it just felt more like all they, they were just taking a lot from me versus contributing to like the friendship um, and expecting things, but never willing to give and never there like when I really needed it. And so 
I've, I've had to kind of just cut those off and being mindful of, okay, maybe it's just not in the cards right now. Maybe at some point they will want to be a part of my life and like be able to contribute more to it or in a positive way versus me feeling like it was just giving and not receiving anything in return. And and it's not that I expect, I really don't expect much from people, I guess. (laughs) Maybe I should expect more, (laughs) but I'm just, there's definitely been certain times where I'm like, you know what? That's okay. If they just want to focus on themselves and they're kind of selfish, that's fine. Let them do them. But it's just you're probably not going to be a really close person in, in my life anymore. For sure. And I do. the last time you talked to your mom? Oh, that was 2017. Mm. Uh, and then she tried to reach out to the company that I worked for in 2018. Oh, God. Via like some Facebook comments and stuff. And I was like, wow, this is getting really out of hand. So I had to lock her on there too. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. It sucks because like mental health is no joke and, and addiction is no joke. And it affects so many people, mm-hmm. friends, family, and and a lot of times when they're in it, they don't really realize that. Like, Right. And the, the saddest part is you can't do anything for them. Yeah. And it's I want so badly to like help. But at the end of the day, I realized there was nothing I could do. And that's something that has to come internally from within her to make a decision to um, like make other choices, healthier choices. And so and get the help she needs. And, and, and that's. It's something where it's like, I kind of kick myself too, because I'm like, well, if I was in that position, just having somebody there for support is good. But when they start or continue to like manipulate you or you manipulate them, whatever the case may be, it's like just navigating that is such a, there's no right or wrong way to do it. You just got to take it day by day and engage your your own mental health for how it's affecting you and if it really is dragging you down you have to evaluate if that that relationship is really serving you and and if you're able to actually contribute anything to them Mm -hmm. I don't know that's a good perspective to I never really thought about it on that end of it like can I give you what you need like yeah like that capacity like I yeah this not only is it not serving me, but it's not serving you for me to continue to enable mm-hmm. you. Know? And sometimes we have to take ownership for enabling. You know, right. me as well, coming from a mother with, with mental health issues. And my yeah. father has had a bout with addiction. And like, mm-hmm. how do you, you know, what part are you playing in enabling the toxicity of that situation? So I'm glad you brought that up. That's a really good point. Yeah, it's like that. I love you so much that I can't be in your life yeah. because you have to focus on you and with me in it, you're just trying to use me as an, you know, another way to cope, but not really work through the things that you need to. So it's weird. It's just, I, it's not like I've given up on her. It's just that I, I, I hope that she's doing better and I hope we can eventually I can have my mom again but we'll see what happens and then two for friends I think on that whole aspect when people have done me dirty in the past I just essentially don't put up with that shit (laughs) I'm like you know what you made your choices like I walked in on one of my former 
roommates with the guy that I was seeing and I was like, oh, y'all. Oh. And it was somebody that I, like she she was my roommate. I confided in her with everything. This has nothing to do with Matt. Well, also met my husband, uh, just like former dating life. But uh, I and it was just like a weird situation. I had confided in her with everything and she used it against me. And then like, her girlfriend was upstairs, essentially. What? It was a whole hot mess, y'all. And I was like, y'all, you know what? Y'all deserve each other. I don't need this. You didn't, so, give her the, you didn't give her the beat down? Oh, I mean, it was extremely awkward in our apartment. I mean, I left. I threw some shit in the, <laughs> in the, <laughs> the house that we were in. I threw a popcorn bowl, I think. I was upset. I was real, real upset. I was hurt. You know, it, it really came from a place of like, wow, I didn't care about him at that point. It was like, it was her that like, I felt so deceived. I was just like, you know what? No. And him too, right? We're not gonna, we're, gonna, we're not gonna let the guy off, mm -hmm. off, you know, as well. Although that whole situation was was more friends with benefits and I had feelings and so I got hurt from it and I it was a great yeah. learning experience for me. Absolutely. I was like, well, let's not do that again, Brie. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like future employers are going to listen to this episode and be like, who is this person? Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to cut all this out, okay? Now, y'all, we're all human, okay? And Matt, Matt, my husband knows this story and it's just, That's you hilarious. know, we, Go through experiences and we get hurt by people that we trust and you got to move forward. You got to pick yourself off the floor and be like, I am not going to get down to their level. I'm going to move forward and be better and learn from that experience. And I cut them out and that was that. And I moved forward and I ended up moving out of Wisconsin after that. And, and you know, I don't hold any animosity towards that experience because it really helped me grow. It helped me get out of that stupid friends with benefits thing that I read yeah. that I had. I was like, oh, okay, well, never mind then. <laughs> it was easy to kind of walk away from. So I'm not going to say thank you to them, but <laughs> That's absolutely it was a learning not. and growing experience there. And so, yeah. That's kind of my story. Wow. <laughs> story in terms of random shit. <laughs> We're ending relationships that no longer serve me. You know, and that uh, she knows who she is, but and maybe she's listening to this, you know, she's very like talented person. And I'm sure she was going through things in her life at that time and, and it sucked it. It did it really hurt. Like I if she's listening to this that it hurt because I confided in in her and trusted her with so much. And I thought we were great friends, but you don't do that. You no, don't do that with your friends. And, and and so I was like, you know what? If that's how you're going to be, I'm going to, you're not going to be my life. I don't trust you anymore, but I hope, I hope she's doing well. And I hope, I really don't care about him, but I hope, he, <laughs> I hope he's making better choices in terms of, and I hope he's happy. I hope people are happy after they make some bad choices there. I mean, sure. Did it suck? Well, I went through it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm sure at the time you weren't like yeah. wishing them well. Cause no. no. Well, honestly, well, the thing is I had never wish true harm on anyone. And even in that moment, I was like, you know what? It sucks, but I don't care about y'all. Y'all go do whatever you want to do. And yeah, looking back at it now, it's just, I don't have any ill will upon people like that. I, I hope people are happy. Like I hope people are able 
to move through and get through whatever they are mentally going through and sucks that I was part of that process, but I hope they were able to learn from it and hopefully treat other people with more respect. So thank God for growth. How about you, Lynn? How about, (sighs) (laughs) yeah, yeah. Thank God for growth. I have not always been, uh, I'll be honest, for full transparency, I have not always been the most tactful when it comes to ending things uh, amicably, or I think that's the word. Yeah, amicably. Mm-hmm. And there you go. Um, or in a civilized manner. I'll just, I'll just <laughs> put it that way. And not that I've been violent or anything like that, but... I, I would just say I have, I, like I said before in, in the last episode about our marriage and partnerships and just communicating, my communication style is one where I say what I feel. Like, you know, I'm very direct with that. And that within itself has taken some time for me to get there because there were points in my life where I did not communicate how I feel. And that didn't end in a good way, right? Like, balling that shit up inside like that's not healthy Mm -hmm. so in terms of friendship so yeah obviously you know i've i've done a lot better with with just cutting situations and things off with individuals whether it be family or friends that you know those situations don't serve me at all like i i have no issues i don't i don't even i don't even think about it you know if i have deemed that this isn't healthy and it's not for me you know it's, it's done. Um, but it, like I said, it took me some time to get there. So anyway, I, I would say in terms of examples, specific examples, I, I, I can definitely relate to you uh, in terms of mothers, our mothers. I think we share a lot of commonalities in the sense that I too, you know, my mother has had issues with mental health mm-hmm. and my father has had issues with, with addiction. I... I I won't say that I've ended those relationships, although there have been periods where there were long periods of pauses where we didn't talk for a very long time. Like my mom and I, even recently, we went almost a year and we didn't didn't talk. And that just wasn't a good situation for me or her. But I, I had to take care of my mental health. I had to take care of my energy, right? Like I wanna, I, I believe in the law of attraction. Like I believe like if you allow the negative energy and the negativity into your situation, it can, it can just affect you. It can affect those around you, right? Like if I'm taking on other people's burdens and issues, then that comes out in other ways when I'm communicating with my husband, when I'm communicating with, I mean, it's just natural, right? So that is something that I I don't want to happen. So with my mom and I, like there was, there were periods where like, I was just angry. I was just mad. And I had to, and that's another thing, we have to allow ourselves to feel what we feel. If you're angry, allow yourself to feel that way. Like that feeling is there for for a reason. If you feel neglected, if you feel unsupported, allow yourself to feel that way. If you're happy, allow yourself to be happy, right? Like don't feel guilty about it. So with that situation with my mom, which was really around me honestly feeling as though I have been taken advantage of for a very, and manipulated for a very long time in the sense that I'm always available for help. But when I need help and not in any way, shape or form in terms of monetary or things, but I just need the support, right? That motherly love, like she hasn't always been there. 
in many cases she hasn't been there. And it doesn't matter how many ugly cries I have or, you know, me pouring my heart. It's just for some reason that connection just hasn't been there. And I think part of that has been because most of my life I have done a lot of the caretaking. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, when you when you are the child of a, a mentally ill individual, you learn to to be the one, especially when you're the oldest. Right. Mm -hmm. You learn to be the one to to get in the kitchen and cook for your siblings and even your mom when she can't get her stuff together or, you know, you have to be the one that's calling out for her at her job to make sure that she has a job to wake up to because she's, she, she can't even, you know, call out of work. Right. Like those are things that I was doing in like middle school, <laughs> calling my mom's job being like, yeah, she's not feeling good. You know, um, she's not going to be into work tomorrow. And me having the wherewithal at that, at that, at such an early age that, oh, she's going to need her job to be able to still provide for us and take care of us when she's not going through what she's going through. And it's not that I needed like the best daughter of the year award for any of these things. It's just that if I pretty much dedicated my entire childhood and even young adulthood to making sure you're okay and having so many sleepless nights and even feeling guilty for leaving, right? You know, I, you know, and Right, yeah. to actually live your life. Your life, right? Leaving home or, or leaving for college, which she really didn't want me to do. You know, not. I, I won't say that she didn't want me to go to college. I think selfishly, there was this part of her that wanted me to do well, but also needed me. Yeah, like what there. am I gonna do? When she's yeah, gone? What you doing? exactly, right? Oh my, yeah. So yeah. dependent upon there you, you go for her. Figuring, that... Yeah, exactly. And then like when I, when Mario and I moved to, to New York, that was a big thing that was like, mm -hmm. oh, you're leaving your mom. Why would you do that? You gotta do what's best <laughs> exactly. for you. Exactly. So, and then feeling guilty for that and carrying that for so long. Yeah. So yeah, I, you know, there were periods where it was like, okay, this isn't what I need right now. Like I need to focus on other things. So I had to have the wherewithal to kind of put a, a, a pause on those relationships. She's since she's gotten married and she's she's doing fine. She's living her life. And, and that's all I've ever wanted for her, right? I don't know if she believes that. I would hope that she believes that because all of my intentions have always been genuine and have been pure um, in, in the sense that, you know, no one wants to see their mom going through some of the things that I've seen my mom go through. So there's, there's not enough to be said for the impact there is. Of, ch of the children that are coming out of these situations. Yeah. And I think it makes us some of the most resilient individuals. And it even, I, I like to call them superpowers in the sense that <laughs> it allows us to be able to adapt to our ever-changing environment. And, you know, just when you're faced with really, really hard times, which a lot of people are being faced with right now, it's just, I'm not going to say it's easy. It's not easy, but I, I feel like I have the skills and I'm equipped with the life lessons to be able to put things in perspective, to be able to to go on with my life and, and whatever way that is, you know? And show up how you exactly want, you know, to in this world. Like how, yeah. how do you want to show up for yourself and for others? Exactly. And, but it has been a struggle in terms of self-care, you know? I mean, how can you care for yourself the way that you really need to nurture and care for yourself when that has been your full-time job your entire life? Yeah. And there, there hasn't been any breaks, you know? from a kid, you know, to being an adult and you just, you know, you have to muster that energy to figure it out. What And again, that goes back to setting those boundaries, right? Like when I started my family, I couldn't be on the, I couldn't be on the main line 
24-7 for her or anyone else to come to their rescue when I'm, I'm nursing. I have a baby I have to take care of or I can't yep. do that. So I really I would say, especially around the time when I when I got pregnant, I really started to think about, you know, what my relationship really needs to look like with my mom and with, you know, with with my family. Yeah. But for the most part, I have I have a, a really supportive family, a loving family. I mean, families, you know, you have your differences all the time with with, with family, right? Families aren't perfect. Um, but for the most part, I've especially with the the selective few of individuals within my family that I do still communicate with, just because I'm I don't live in Georgia and I haven't lived in Georgia for a very long time. They're they're supportive, and you know that's that's really all you can ask for. You know, that's one main example for me. Any friends that, or like, how do you go about if you have friends that you need to maybe end that relationship with, yeah. or does it just kind of fizzle out and you go? Yeah, just, that that has been the thing for me. It's, it's yeah. just it fizzling out. Like it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I've moved on, and then a, a lot of my friends have had kids and have gone on with their lives, and you know, we might talk every blue moon. Like yeah. I check in maybe once or twice a year, but like, and I, and I, I wish them all well. I mean, obviously I've had fallouts with friends, you know, high school, college or whatever. Right. Those drama years. Oh, just, yeah. Thank you. And, that, <laughs> and that's what I mean about growth because there was a period where like, you know, if you made me feel like you meant me harm or, you know, that you were just, you know, it just wasn't a good situation you know, I, I, I wouldn't have a problem telling you that. And maybe that turned into an argument. Um, yeah. But I, I don't, I don't have any regrets, you know, because mm-hmm. whatever my feelings were at that time were my feelings and I felt validated. Yeah. I felt like I was being hurt or I felt like you weren't serving me. You, you, just our relationship wasn't good for either part. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a positive situation. So um, I don't have any regrets. I, I really don't. I wish everybody well. I really do. I mean, life is hard enough for me to mm-hmm. sit at sit at home and, and, you know, praying for someone's downfall. That's just not that's just not in my DNA. Right. Um, if you hold that much animosity towards someone, I bet that is super stressful. Like it gives me anxiety to think about <laughs> holding yeah. animal. Like I just don't have the space for that. Yeah. And it's like if you have that much hatred I, you know, there's lots of situations where I'm absolutely sure you could be very mad and hate someone potentially. I, and I can't speak towards, you know, everybody's situation, but try and do as much internal work as you can. And take responsibility, you know, and ownership for your feelings. Yeah. Like if you're, if it's that bad, well, whatever that person did and you're feeling a sense of hate or anger, feel it, you know, think about it. You know, I won't say get over it, but I will say allow yourself to have those feelings and then try to, like you said, like try to move forward, try to, because you don't want to, you don't want to sit in that, you know, because yeah, it's just a stressful situation, you know. Absolutely. And talk to some, like a health professional, mental health professional or ther- you know, therapist, psychologist, Whatever the case may be, if you have internal like demons and struggles that you are going through and you don't know what tools are in your toolbox to navigate those feelings, make sure you have a safe space to talk yes. to somebody that can hopefully help you navigate that. Because mm-hmm. I, 
you know, we've experienced trauma growing up and a lot of people have had really shitty things happen in their lives. And you, in order to move forward, in order to grow, you really have to understand how to navigate those things and not hold so much hate and anger within yourself so that it it cripples you and it makes you not grow. It makes you stay stagnant and in this really negative mental space. And And it doesn't mean that you don't love that person, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or if it is somebody that you actually do not like, they no longer <laughs> they're like, well, like yeah. maybe you never love them, but maybe yeah, they're just they're in your life and they're and you just needed maybe they did something to hurt you. You know, I have girlfriends all the time, especially if they're single and they've been dating people and then they've been hurt by it. They stay in this space of being like, well, what did I do wrong? And it's like, you know what? Maybe you didn't do anything wrong. Have you thought about that? You were just you and it just wasn't- The time. The time, maybe like it just wasn't the person for you or you weren't the person for them and they decided to maybe end things and like you can't let that consume you. You do have to move forward. You do like there are lots of people in this world and if you're going to stay just hooked on somebody and the idea of somebody for so long that it blocks you and prevents you from moving forward with other relationships – or like being extremely closed off to other relationships. I absolutely understand that. I was very hurt after what I had gone through. And I just had to really release those feelings. Yes, feel them. But take care of myself. Like and put myself first. Stop relying on relationships to make you happy. <laughs> absolutely. That's a good one. And relying on other people to make you happy. You have to, again, it goes back to some of the things we've touched on in other episodes. Fall in love with yourself. Mm-hmm. Be proud of how you show up and who you are. And, and when you start to bring that to the table for yourself, other people are going to be attracted to that. They, but not only that, that's a good point, yeah. but not only that. But if you if you are loving yourself and how you show up, then you won't tolerate the bullshit. Mm-hmm. That too. You won't. You just won't. I mean, you'll you. I'm sure you will reach the capacity of fuckery if we can <laughs> if we can say that, where you just don't even want to to allow that into your space, and that comes from yeah. a level of understanding and understanding oneself and your positioning yeah. in the world and in your space, right? So, yeah, I I think like those learn are good from problems. it and grow from it. It's like I've had previous previous relationships, and I you know I hope the one long term ish relationship that I had throughout college, I ended up breaking up with him, and and it wasn't an easy thing to do, but I thought it it definitely was the right thing in terms of I wanted to move out of Wisconsin, explore the world. And he was getting like a teaching license in Wisconsin. It was going to stay in Wisconsin. And I felt like we were just more so getting into a friend-ish zone. And while he was absolutely amazing person, it just made sense for me in order to really continue to grow as a person and explore the world (laughs) or just life more outside of that. I, I ended things and and I think he's happy. I think like he's married now with some kids and that's great. Like I love that. I love that I, we were both able to grow with each other during that that part of our life journey. And, you know, we're in we're in different spots in our in There's our a there's a saying that that resonates with me after you said that. And as 
I think it goes, some people are in your life for a reason and, and others are in your life for a season. There we go. Yeah. I, and that is, that's absolutely true. Yeah. You know? And can you learn, yeah, like if you're in these short-term relationships or anything like that, like is there, I feel like you can always learn something. Yeah. Take it Either about yourself or just in general. <laughs> Maybe you had some good times and great. Cherish those times and, and move forward. And it doesn't have to be this, let's hate each other now, kind of, and hold this animosity towards one another. And if we see each other ever again, cannot talk to them, or you just hold this hatred. It, it, it just, I mean, even if I saw that girl or the guy, you know, again, it like, would it's, be it's, like, it's on site. When I see you, it's on site, right? Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Yes, I, <laughs> I'm like, well, I wouldn't, but no, maybe you would not. <laughs> For me, I'm just like, you know, if I saw a person, okay, great. I would say hi and, and be cordial. Would you really, Brie? I actually really? would. Okay. I, have, I would probably laugh about it now, to be honest, because I've grown so much and I'm so proud yeah. of who I am now that that doesn't matter to me. Girl, and I'm it really, sorry. There's no growth <laughs> in this world. If <laughs> I find you in the bed with my man. <laughs> well, it clearly didn't mean that much to me then. <laughs> Uh, that's maybe where that see i love you brie that's that's why i love brie again it was it was a friends and benefits thing that then i had feelings and then i got hurt so i was like well that was dumb on me okay now i'm gonna move forward and if I really did see them again, I would laugh about it because I'd be like, I'm so amazing now. No, I'm not yeah, at all. No, I, I, I hear you. It just, it doesn't, what is it doing for me? You yeah. know, I'm being mad. But yeah. It, not okay. being bad, but like literally like speaking to the girl. Well, I could, he just really must have not mattered at all to no, me. Because if, okay, let's say there is something with Matt. If, you know, well, yeah. if I were to run into a girl... That would be a little yeah, bit different story. Different. Yeah. I would probably be salty. I would, they'd probably want to run. No, yeah. <laughs> but yes, but no. As your friend, I would be salty for you. Okay. <laughs> but also be the bigger, I don't know. I just am always an advocate of being the bigger person. And if I were to see that person, I would just continue on. Like they're not even there. Like <laughs> just continue on with their life. I don't know if it's somebody who would want to apologize. That's, that's cool. I just, you're, you made your choices. You don't need to be in my life, but yeah, no, that other one, it just must've been, he just didn't matter that much at the end of the day. So whatever, but yeah, I can see how, if it was my husband, that would be a different situation. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's but hilarious. yeah yeah okay well anyways moving on no. <laughs> what are we talking about ending relationships that no longer serve you so i guess is there any advice have you found uh, on the other end of that spectrum starting new friendships and things like that is it hard for you to trust and to build quality friendships because i found personally that's a good, from, that's a good for question. me well, it's harder, I feel like, as you get older, too. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, would you be my friend? Like, yeah. As a 35-year-old right? woman asking. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there are like, ways. Become friends. Yeah, but so... there are ways of naturally, like, finding friends and people that you have things. Like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Work. And then there are, I think it's called Peanut. I believe it's called Peanut. There's an app for mothers. Oh, 
for you know and like just meeting you know. there's a bumble like bff thing uh, bumble is a BFF. yeah like you can like meet girlfriends on oh that's cool i haven't like, done it but i also don't know if i have like this space this, yeah i just don't that's my thing like i'm so busy with so many different things like Businesses. Maybe that's an excuse that I don't know. I have some really great like girlfriends too. That's like good. I, um, I think I think that's important though. I think sisterhood girlfriends are because like you need that outlet and you'll see, you know, the more yeah. years that you put into your marriage, you'll see there are gonna be some days where you're gonna wanna like tear Matt's head off. <laughs> I just need someone else to talk to beyond yeah. you and I in these four walls. Right. You know, totally. and it, it's always good to have the your girlfriends that have experienced some of the same things that you can just vent to about certain mm-hmm. things, you know? I mean, obviously, you know, you know, it's it's completely up to you in terms of what you want to share with your girlfriends, but I think that's why they're there. Like I have my cousin Trina is one of my best friends. She's mm-hmm. she's much older than me, but she's just she's like a big sister. And so I've kind of confided in her since I was a teenager. She was like that cool cousin that you could go to that like didn't judge you for, for shit. And, yeah. you know. Is she a straight shooter in terms of? Yeah, a, a really straight shooter. That's one thing where I'm like, okay, the girls, they go to their squad if something happens drama-wise in their relationship. And they just get hyped up from their girlfriends to like be upset like mean at girls. their man. Yeah, no, like not in that way, but okay. For instance, like let's say I had an argument with Matt and then I just went to my girlfriends to vent and let's say they were the type of girlfriends to be like, yeah, you should be bad at him. Like, oh my God, what a jerk. All that stuff. I think that is one of the most toxic forms of uh, how to ruin your relationship. Especially (laughs) when they can't relate. Like if it's a single friend who's never been married and- or you're not going to talk to your partner right. like and be straight up talk through that exactly. stuff. Or let's just bash this person. Okay, well, then you're just creating a whole bunch of tension and extra drama that didn't need to be there when you could just talk to your partner and figure exactly. it out. People aren't in your relationship all the time. It's great to have those people that you're comfortable talking to that can give it to you straight and be like, well, hey, like you were kind of being selfish here. Or that can be open and honest with you and you can – understand they're coming from a place of love and um, respect that they would be so open to maybe not agree with you. Like keep those people close because those are the people that are just going to be honest with you in day to day. And instead of just being your hype woman. Just so like, yeah, just tell you what you want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want somebody to be honest with me. And, and that's not always, I mean, you have to get to a place where you're comfortable with that. It's not like you could just be like, Lynn, you know what? You really suck at this. (laughs) Trina's a straight shooter. And then like her and I have a lot of similarities. She too has had, you know, to deal with caring for a mother that is mentally ill and also being the mother to a son and being Mm -hmm. married and being one of the few individuals and her immediate family to go off to college. We have a lot of similarities. So it's really easy for us to really talk about some of the things. So I've never felt like she was just just like, let's just pound everything on Mario and Mario's a bad guy. No, I always felt like her advice is genuine good advice and advice that she would actually take herself. Yeah. And you're not coming from it, you know, that also is kind of on the person that might go to their girlfriend. It's like, how are you 
Like, what's the angle that you're approaching them with? Are you just wanting to do a bashing session about the person that you're with? Or are you actually trying to make things better? You also want those friends to tell you if you're being stupid. Right? Yes. (laughs) Like, if a dude is really taking advantage of you, and it's okay for your girlfriend to be like, look, sis, this this isn't happening. No, you might want to think this over. It doesn't, it doesn't serve you. So I would, it always goes back to your decision, right? Like friends can give you Mm -hmm. as much advice as they, you know, want to give you, but ultimately it goes back to what you want to do at the end of the day and what makes you happy, right? With your relationship. So I would just, I would say, you know, take it with a grain of salt, you know, definitely get the feedback from your girlfriend's you need to weigh your options and do what makes sense for your situation in your life ultimately mm-hmm. yeah yeah and be confident in that because no one's in your shoes but make sure you're in relationships that really are respectful sure. and you're not getting mentally or physically abused if you are finding safe spaces to do that mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and to build up confidence to either leave a situation that is like that. And yeah, because I can't imagine, I know there are some organizations for women that are either in actively abusive relationships and just the control that is there that has been in place in terms of they feel like there's no way oh, out. Oh, girl, that's another episode. But we're definitely yeah. going to have to get some yeah in on that because I've... I've heard so many different stories that just break my heart and it's hard to to break away from those relationships yeah it's it's kind of one of those things that i i don't even know how to navigate it i haven't been through that or had someone close to me that has been through it that i know of but i you hear stories of women who have and i wouldn't even know how to to navigate that and i think part of it just goes back to how you grew up and some of those maybe trauma experiences that lead to being kind of recreating that whole cycle again in terms of like abuse mentally, physically. And definitely want to get out of those situations. If they are harming you in any way, I, you know, domestic violence is just definitely something near and dear to my heart. Multiple women in my family have lost their lives at the hands of men. And it is just, you know, it breaks my heart just to to think about the pain and the suffering that they endured up until losing their lives, you know? And I've just heard so many stories, even from family, about like how it was just hard to convince some of these women to get get out of these relationships. And it's not really that they didn't know that they were in a violent relationship or that the relationship was very harmful. It was the psychological trauma they were going through and the you know if you imagine like being with a guy and having kids with the guy and just i mean there's even a such thing as financial abuse right you know Mm -hmm. using money as a way to keep you in in place and it's just such a yeah i it's such a it's such a sensitive topic right yeah and there's so much control that that goes into that yeah Right. So it's just be aware, you know, when you are getting into relationships and you see red flags, be aware of those things. Talk to someone and and be strong and really advocate for yourself. Don't let anyone gaslight you and really try and build up the a really strong foundation with friends that are going to be honest with you and, for and sure. be able to receive that, like any feedback in terms of that. And 
and just be strong. And if you're and if you are a family member of someone that is going through something like that, it's really hard to see someone being hurt, whether it's verbal or mental, psychological, financial abuse. It's really hard being on the re- on the other end of that, seeing that person go through that. And it's so easy to be like, you know, you shouldn't be in this situation. You know, they know that. In most cases, they know that. My advice would just be to be as supportive as possible and just letting them know that you're always there if they they need that space, you know, or they need that resource um, for sure. Yeah. And maybe they need, yeah, to find a community of like women that have been through that same thing that you can relate to and you can understand how to build up the tools to really walk away or, or get out of those certain situations. And, and I hope that anyone listening, if that is the case, reach out to those. There's absolutely resources for women and men. And, you know, it's not just women. Sure. goes both ways. Both ways. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So, yeah, I think in terms of trying to attract good and positive people, you really got to start with yourself yeah. and be the person that you would want to be in a relationship with. Start there, like start with yourself and really get to a point where you're just, you know, happy and like you're not always dependent upon somebody else for that happiness that they can like contribute to it for sure when you get together. But if if something is not serving you, if you feel like somebody's just taking constantly it's okay to walk away. It's okay to even say like, hey, you know what? I feel, you know, this is more me just giving to to you, you know, if you're comfortable doing that or slowly let it fizzle out if that's the case. But understand, yeah, where those boundaries are. If it's affecting you, your mental health, you just got to do what you got to do. And you should not feel bad for that. People will move on. People will get over things and they'll hopefully become stronger as well. But you can only control your actions really at the end of the day and how you respond and grow. You either choose to grow or you choose to stay stagnant yep. <laughs> or digress. But Last thing I want to say is remember that you are enough. You have everything that you need. You don't mm-hmm. need the, these relationships that don't serve you. You don't You don't need these individuals or situations to, to get to that next place that you want to be in life or just make complete you in general. You have everything that you need within yourself and just believe that. Always stay true to yourself. And I think that's yeah. it. I think that's all. Be authentically you. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks y'all for joining on another episode. Until next time. Thank you for tuning into the Women Unfiltered podcast. Follow us on Instagram at women.unfiltered and stay up to date with new episodes and show notes at womenunfiltered.wtf. Don't forget to like, subscribe, review, and share this podcast with a friend. As always, our views and opinions expressed are our own and solely for informational and entertainment purposes and do not express those of our employers.